Nick and hugs, everybody. Nick and greetings. This is your girl, Yanni T, the priest. Never your mistress. I have a very special guest on tonight, and we're going to talk about uh, nudism and humble beginnings. Um, I want to let my guests introduce themselves. So, guests, please tell us your name, where you're from. Tell us all the information. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, thank you again so much for the opportunity to speak um, about nudism. Uh, my name is Jay. I'm born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, currently residing in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, been here for about five years now. Uh, moved out here for a job. Um, so I've just been, you know, kind of finding my way um, into, you know, this lifestyle and um, you know, really just trying to build community, embrace, you know, anybody and everybody who's willing and able. So that is awesome. Awesome. And I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for coming on to Naked Colors and really um, chatting it up with me. So I am so grateful. Um, so how was your week so far? Uh, you know, we uh, my week has been has been great actually. I, I really can't complain at all. Um, you know, I'm still working these days. I'm pretty busy around the office, um, but you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do what I love. Um, you know, and and so doing that, spending time with family, um, you know, getting out and about. You know, of course, social distancing and being safe and careful, but. But I'm just I'm just grateful to be healthy and, and to be alive. Yes, and you have to. You have to do that, you know. So I, I'm on the wavelength where during this time I'm working and doing self-care. So that's basically it. So how okay. what have you been doing what have you been doing as far as naked time um during this pandemic since it's a lot of shit we can't do, so of course. So, you know, so, you know, one thing about, you know, when I talk to people about, you know, nudism, uh, you know, like they, you know, the number one question is, well, where do you go and how do you do this? How do you become a nudist? And, you know, the simple answer is, you know, you just have to be naked, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I, I'm fortunate enough to, to be able to be free and, and naked around my apartment. Um, I work by myself. Um, so I can also work at home. So when I'm able to work at home, I'm definitely new during that time. Um, I'm also, uh, been collaborating with some of the organizations around Maryland, uh, MARNA, which is like one of the, the larger, uh, Maryland based, um, what they call non-landed clubs. And so they've done a few events over the past few weeks. So we've done two, um, uh, you know, swim events. Um, I've definitely, I've, I've gone to a place called Mahiso, which is located about 20 minutes outside of D.C., um, which is a, a naked uh, nudist campground. So I've been able to visit there a few times, and they've showed a lot of love. Um, but, yeah, really, it's just a part, I'm really just been making, you know, being free and being nude a part of my, my everyday life. What about awesome. you? For me, what I've been doing, I wanted to go to Mahaso, but I didn't get, I haven't gotten to go yet because number one, finances and work and life. Um, but I did get to go to Chesapeake Beach, um, North Chesapeake Beach, but I didn't get any naked time in except unless I'm at home. And I had social naked time with a couple of friends that was non-sexual. We watched movies, talk junk and 420 all day long. So it was pretty good. I dare not complain about it, so. Right, how can you, right? <laughs> exactly. And I, I just like being naked and free and just having ideas, revamping the podcast and um, getting ready to do things as far as a naked vlog um, as bonus content to complement the podcast. Well, that's amazing. I can't wait to check, you know, check out what you create and, and hopefully be able to support you and, and continue to, uh, you know, be an ally and spreading our message and, and, you know, getting other people to join. Exactly. And 
I want to educate people on what nudism is and is not, because a lot of people have misconceptions about nudism and naturism. Okay. So, so with that being said, how did you find yourself coming into your nudisthood? So, I mean, that's that's a really loaded question. So, do you you want the the full story or do you want the the uh, abbreviated version? Whichever one you feel like telling. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I'll start. I'll, I'll start off. Uh, I want to say it was around Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I was about twelve years old, to be honest. Um, I was like most kids. Uh, you know, I'm very curious. Um, always looking for, you know, something new, exploring life, and figuring out who I was at the time. Um, I was in Atlanta. Uh, my family travels, you know, Thanksgiving to different um, family locate uh, family houses uh, throughout the the country, and so I was in Atlanta. Atlanta uh, at my um, I was it was around I want to say midnight. I was in my cousin's room. Uh, we were supposed to be asleep, um, but of course, you know, we had a TV, and like most kids, you know, you're flicking through different channels again, exploring life and figuring things out, right? Uh, so of course, you know, I had I had HBO on, and I was hoping to catch something a little, you know, a little spicy that night. Uh, yes. But you know, funny story. I fe- I fell asleep early, and when I woke up, uh, there was a documentary on. Um, and the documentary was Naked State. Um, it's a documentary that was um, highlighting the the work of Spencer Tunick. Are you familiar with Spencer Tunick at all? Yes, yes. So for those for those listeners who aren't familiar, Spencer Tunick is a photographer, an artist, a genius um, who specializes in creating scenes with using the naked body um and so he he did a documentary a few years back uh highlighting his work and kind of showing his journey and so at 12 years old um you know this was mind-blowing um i grew up in a very conservative home um you know my parents uh are definitely really conservative and so it wasn't that they ever sat me down and told me that, you know, being naked or being nude was, was wrong. However, you know, a lot of the things that we learn as, as children are, are taught, you know, non-verbally, right? And so right. it was the, the kind of message that I got, you know, from my parents that kind of led me to kind of believe that, oh, I always needed to be covered up. It was indecent if I was nude, especially if I was nude in a, in a company of other people. Um, right. So seeing this documentary, right? You know, so seeing this documentary was incredibly uh, liberating. Uh, and of course, at 12 years old, your body is changing. You're going through different things, and you're mm-hmm. wondering, okay, why does my body, why does my body not look like this body? And and well, this person looks bigger than me, or am I? Is my body good enough because it looks this way? And so I was going through all of those things while I was watching this documentary. And so while watching the documentary, you know, several people. Uh, who were being highlighted in the film, they were just really comfortable being naked, you know, and they, this, this, this documentary definitely highlighted all the different types of bodies, um, people who were extremely comfortable being naked, people who were very self-conscious, honestly, and signed up to participate in one of Spencer Tunick's shoots uh, to kind of, you know, reclaim um, how they felt about themselves. And so all of this stuff was happening to me at 12 years old at midnight, um while watching hbo and so i remember distinctly at that you know at 12 years old watching naked states on hbo that i said you know when i when you know whenever i get old enough you know i didn't really know what old enough meant but you know back then i was like you know when when i get of age i definitely would love to try something like that and mm-hmm. so that was my first introduction to to nudism actually uh and so fast forward a few years, um, I was fortunate enough to to have the opportunity to go to college. Um, and as, you know, most people think about college, you know, everybody's naked at some point in college, whether you see some people streaking down the campus or 
Uh, we had community bathrooms, so you always had somebody walking around without a towel or walking down a hallway, uh, you know, without a towel and different things like that. And so right. uh, that was, you know, I, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, in college uh, when I was in my own room by myself, you know, you know, I, I didn't rush once I hopped out the shower. I, I didn't necessarily rush and 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 put clothing on. And, and so that was like the second introduction, you know, just kind of, you know, by myself uh, in my dorm room whenever possible. Um, it wasn't until I actually left college and I moved back home with my parents that I kind of jumped in, you know, full force. You know, I was around 21 at the time. Uh, my parents worked full-time jobs. You know, I was home for the summer, mm-hmm. and I wasn't employed yet. So, you know, my parents would get up and go to work at about 8 o'clock in the morning, and they didn't really get off until about 5 p.m. So I spent a lot of time by myself. I'm an only child. I uh, spent a lot of time, you know, by myself at home alone. And it was one day in particular that I remember around noon, my daily routine was to wake up, you know, take a shower, you know, put on clothes, get ready, and find something to do. This particular day, I uh, I took a shower, and I left my towel in my bedroom. Now, you know, you would think that, you know, I'm home alone, there's nobody here, but for some reason, I felt so weird that I was actually going to be walking around in my home without my towel, and it was, it was, it was in that moment that I began to kind of question, like, why do I feel some type of way? Um, in college, you know, I was a I was a sociology major, and so sociology majors were trained to kind of think about the world critically, socially, and and how we interact with the social world. And so I love things like this, right? So I'm always asking myself questions. And so I really took a moment in that in that time to kind of kind of dissect, you know, why did I feel some way about being nude? Where did I learn these ideas? And I came to uncover that I was extremely insecure uh, based on a lot of experiences and things that I had growing up, and it had kind of worked its way into my adulthood. Um, and I'm one of those type of people who, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, you know, yeah, we all have insecurities, right? We all have things that we don't like about ourselves. And I'm one of those type of people where I'm really not okay with being insecure too long, you know? And so instead of, you know, going down, you know, reading self-help books and, and listening to podcasts and lectures and all of that type of stuff, I was thinking, like, what is the best way to kind of rip off this Band-Aid and jump into and be comfortable with myself? Um, and so I started Googling nudism. And that was really my, my main introduction, just online, you know, finding different things online. Um it, it was, and that's that's what really what started my journey. I know I've been kind of rambling, so I'll let you jump. Oh, in, you're but, fine. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I share those sentiments as well because that's actually how I got into nudism. For me, it started at 14, like you said, up late watching some. I know I ain't had no been washer, and I believe it was the <laughs> 23rd installment of said series. But we'll talk about that on another podcast on another day. And that will be only okay. fans content, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> but no, um, for me, it was more so was I discovered I like being naked after watching this movie with John Leguizamo and an episode of a series on um, HBO. So what I would do when I would get out the shower, I would be naked and be just chilling in my room, listening to music. Mind you, I was 14 and I, my house was always full. And um, okay. yeah, so it was something. It was something. But I would, I would make sure I didn't get caught. I would make sure I would get naked while I was home alone. Then, um, as I got into college, I had a dorm room to myself. My second year of college. No, I'm wrong. My first year of college, I had a roommate. But when he wasn't there, I would be naked. Okay. So the next couple of years, I actually had a room to myself. Um and. I would be naked all the time. And so after college, I finally moved in by myself. And that's when I really immersed myself into nudism. I connected with other nudists somewhat. 
and I would have friends over. We would get naked, but it turned out into something else. But then after I graduated from college, I took a break from trying to connect because of life. And after that, okay. um, I ended up being a full nudist. I went to um, In the Woods Camp in Georgia. And I went to River's Edge and I would hang out with my naked counterparts. And most of my naked counterparts were Caucasian. It was hard to dip, um, to navigate to find Black naturists. But I did find one and we connected a few times. So, Okay. Okay. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like, you know, it definitely seems like, you know, we have similar stories. Um you know, nudism for me was really all about freedom. It was all about me, like, you know, breaking this mold or this idea that I had about myself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of alluded to it, danced over it a little bit, um, you know, in talking. Um, but, you know, I was exposed to pornography uh, very early in life um, through my older cousin, you know, who, who were terrible people to to learn about the world from because they were only about a year or two older than me. Right. So, so you know, I, I'm I'm watching pornography right at eleven, ten, and eleven years old, and what that did for me was I automatically started to compare myself. Um, of mm-hmm. course, you know, p- people. If you've ever watched porn, I don't want to assume, but. You know, if you ever watch anything, you know, porn-like on, on TV or anything, you know, it's almost similar to, like, models, right? Right. The, the, people, who, the people who are cast in, in, in pornography are usually what society deems as the acceptable uh, bunch, uh, the people who have the, the best bodies, uh, the bigger uh, penises and the, the, the biggest boobs, the biggest butts and stuff like that, right? And so right. at ele- at 11 years old, I, w- I was really having some, you know, very complex thoughts and very, uh, you know, I was really dealing with a lot. Um, but I, I felt like something was wrong, like I shouldn't be watching this stuff. So I really wasn't open enough to kind of talk to my parents about it. So a lot of the, 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 the lessons that I learned and I, 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 you know, internalized these things and it developed into an insecurity. You know, here I am, 11 years old, probably hadn't even hit puberty yet, and I'm comparing myself to full-grown men, but not even just full-grown men, but also, you know, people who have been deemed as the best of the best in their field. Uh, so I developed insecurity very, very early on. You know, I, I was very self-conscious. Um, about, you know, my size, you know, certain things that you that you learn uh, in being black in America, you know, this, this, it's that stereotype that, you know, all black men are hung and, you know, and eight to 12 inches. And <laughs> and here I am at 11 years old measuring myself. And, you know, I don't even think my, I don't even think I had grew any at that point. You know what I mean? And so I, you know, I started developing really toxic ideas and views about myself. And that basically went unchecked uh, all throughout my my childhood into my teenage years. And it really plagued me as an, as an adult. Uh, so it wasn't until, you know, I had that moment when I got out the shower and I was like extremely uncomfortable walking around my home alone, naked, uh, and tapping into my sociology background in which I really just had to start asking myself the tough, the tough questions. And, you know, when you ask yourself questions, uh, the thing about that is you start to answer yourself as well. And I really wasn't comfortable with the answers that I was coming up with. And so that pushed me to kind of start doing more research, um, finding other groups and different things. So my first uh, experience in nudism or naturism was actually a clothing optional yoga class that was being host, hosted in St. Louis. Um, I signed up, you know, on Meetup, on the Meetup app, uh, meetup.com. It's an incredible, you know, avenue for those who are looking to connect with like-minded individuals. Um, I saw this, you know, this clothing optional yoga class. And, of course, I, I signed up. I paid my my money, my deposit, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, there's no way in hell that people are really gonna be, you know, out here naked. 
Um, I traveled. It was about 20 minutes away from my house to the south side of St. Louis. And if you've ever been to St. Louis, Missouri, you know that the south side is the more liberal side of town. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm in this, you know, I'm in this community and I, I walk in and this lady, she greets me and she's fully clothed. So in my back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, maybe this is, maybe this is false advertising. Maybe this is just a regular yoga class. Okay. The corner walks this guy. He comes up and greets me. And I mean, he's butt naked. Um, <laughs> And this is the first time that I've ever, that I really ever, uh, been in a space that close to somebody without clothing. Um, and so as I was, you know, as I walked around the corner to the, to the studio space, everybody in the room is naked. Um, I'm one of maybe two black people in the entire space, as you alluded to earlier, um, you know, being one of the few black people, uh, in, you know, at an event like this. Uh, but, you know, everybody made me feel comfortable, you know, and, in that moment, I had a decision to make. Uh, for the first time, you know, I was, I, it was like the first time I was ever uncomfortable being in clothes, to be honest. You know, because if you ever show up to a new beach, like when I go to a new beach, I try to strip as soon as I see the sign. Uh, Hello. Because nobody wants, nobody wants to be the only person, you know, at a, at a naked event or a new beach or in clothing. And so in that moment, you know, I made my way to the back of the class. I had my mat, my block, and, you know, everything like that. And I'm still fully clothed. I didn't really wear much. I wore shorts and a tank top. And I had a decision to make. My heart is pounding. I'm incredibly nervous. I'm I'm wearing all the insecurities that I've ever, you know, picked up over the years. And in that moment, you know, I said to hell with it. And I just... I, I I got completely naked for the first time in front of people in my in my life, and I was 21 or 22 at that time. Um, and I haven't looked back since. So you're you are very well experienced, um, in naturism at this point. How old are you, if I may ask? Oh, so yes, as of you know, August, um, I celebrated my 30th birthday. Woo, woo. Welcome to the 30 Club. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as of March, I am 34. So. Okay. Okay. So, and yeah. thank you for you know, sharing your great. experience, especially with a new yoga class. So, I know that was a different. What, if I may ask? So I'm taking there was a diverse group of people, or was it a, a men's assist men's only group? Um, no, no. So actually, it, it it was, it wasn't quite you know uh, racially diverse. I would say, like I said, it was only two black. It was about twenty people in the space. You know, this is pre-COVID, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> so uh, you know, we didn't really have the social distance and stuff like that. So it was about twenty to twenty-five people. Out of the twenty-five people, it was only uh two black people in the entire space but it was very well diverse in the sense of you know all different types of genders uh different age groups um you know different orientations i mean it it was a be- it was one of the most beautiful spaces i'd ever been privileged to be in so i, I i'm definitely grateful for my first experience i think it helped shape um uh, I guess shape my idea of what community looks like, um, and I've been fighting ever since to kind of to bring to to make sure that this is the that that type of environment that that type of community is, you know, the it dominates what we think about when we think about nudist culture. Right, and it does. Sadly, when people think about nudist culture, a lot of people who are not familiar with it, they automatically think they're, oh, we're just trying to fuck, fuck, fuck everything. Um, and y'all, I'm not going to apologize for the language because y'all know I cuss like hell. So so we cuss on this panel. So just to give y'all the heads up, we cuss on this panel, on this podcast, we cuss. Okay. <laughs> so, but for me, it's more of educating people because people think automatically because you're naked first thing y'all gonna be fucking um or 
y'all are going to be whores, basically. Like, it's a swingers club. And I have been in nudist settings where people actually thought that it was a nudist club. Um, not a nudist club, but a swingers club. I'm like, baby, no, this is not a swingers club. We're just here naked and we want to be free to be who we is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Uh, I think, you you know, you bring up a very interesting point. Um, so, I, I, you know, as you stated, I, I do feel like, you know, uh, you know, I've been a, a, a social nudist, I'll say, now for about nine years. And I've had a ton of different experiences. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty active on Twitter uh, nowadays. And I, I've kind of seen myself as being more of like an ambassador for the culture, although I'm not like 100% like out about, you know, the lifestyle that I live, you know, with everybody. However, uh, for those people who are open-minded and, and, you know, open to hearing my story and hearing about the lifestyle, I'm definitely willing to share. Um, but, you know, some of the first questions, especially from, you know, cis, you know, cisgender men um, that I hear all the time is, you know, well, how are you going to be around, you know, all these people, you know, you're going to be on hard, right? And that'd be the first thing that you know, they go to. Yeah, that's, that's usually the first question. Um, and, and, uh, and from my experience, if we're being completely honest, you know, the, the, the body uh, becomes a wreck for several, several different reasons. It's not all about sex. I mean, the body definitely does. Um, you know, act a certain way when you're aroused and, you know, you see something that you're into sexually. Uh, but however, you know, erections happen uh, when you're excited, uh, when your blood gets to pumping and different things like that. And so what I noticed, you know, every time I would, even today, um, even as an experienced nudist and somebody who's been around the culture for years, um, I still get a rush, you know, every time, you know. Uh, and so an erection tends to happen every time I, I, I take or I remove my clothes, not because, you know, I'm, I'm horny or something like that, or I'm turned on by something that I see, but more so just because, you know, my heart is pumping, I'm really excited. But typically that only lasts for about three to five minutes, if that, um, for the rest of the time, you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I couldn't pay myself to to be hard at a nudist event because that's really not what goes on um right and you know i think the the, the whole conversation between you know nudism, nudism and sexuality uh that's a hot topic in the culture uh you have a lot of people who are just you know really against you know sexuality and being introduced to nudism you have other people who you know kind of blur the lines and you have some people who are just free and want to do whatever um, and just like any culture, you, you'll never have 100% of everybody agreeing and doing the same thing. Uh, I try not to police, you know, what somebody else's interpretation of nudism is. However, I do tend to try to separate the two just because, like, if you would Google, like, when I was first coming into the, the lifestyle, you know, I would Google black nudists just to see if any black people were doing it. Because, of course, mm -hmm. you know, as... Uh, black black people in this culture, you know, we're not always welcome based on the color of our skin. So a lot of times we try to find communities, we try to find spaces that are welcoming to us. Uh, but when you type in, you know, black nudists on Google or, you know, Safari searches, if you're, um, you know, typically, typically, you know, a lot of pornography pops up. And I think that's right. the real problem. You know, and that's the real problem that I have because instead of giving people uh, an opportunity to really see nudism for what it is, it's almost like as soon as you research it, it's hijacked by something else. And so that's why I think a lot of nudists work really hard to kind of make sure that we separate ourselves. Not because we're all sexual beings; we're all created. Uh, yes, we are. You know, to we be are very sexual, sexual beings. To be, right to be sexual at some time, and I've been to nudist resorts and nudist, you know, trips and different things like that. And to say that people weren't having sex in their own space, I would be lying. But when we were all together congregating and building community, you know, it wasn't a huge orgy. Nobody was, you know, people are very respectful. You know, as a nudist, you have to be 10 times, uh, consent is everything. You know, before I'm giving anybody a hug, you know, is it okay? Um, before I sit too close, you know, do you mind if I sit here? 
um, just because we have to take that extra precaution, um, just to make sure that everybody feels comfortable and everybody feels safe. So, no, uh, nudism is not about, you know, everybody, you know, walking around and being all hard and, you know, erect is the proper term. You know, one thing about nudist culture, when it comes to that, you know, and you know this, uh, nudists, we always keep a towel handy. Always, um, always. So, you know, that's like rule number one, you know, next is take off your clothes, you know. Uh, we always keep a we always keep a towel handy, um, you know, and, and the towel is for several reasons, right? We, we use towels to sit down. I don't want to put my naked butt on somebody else's furniture, uh, you know, but also, you know, if you do happen to have a moment where you're excited, you know, no matter what may cause it, you can always use the towel to cover it for a second until you calm down and and then when, when that situation is handled, you know, you're back free again. Um, so, yeah, that you know, that I'm glad that you touched on that because that is like the hot topic number one. It is. And it'd be, it be mad annoying sometimes because, to be honest, when it comes down to that, I'm tired of talking about sex and nudism and about fetishism, which it happens so much in our communities till it's, it's annoying as hell. It really is. And I tell yeah, people, yeah. you know, it's said that we have to keep addressing this in 2020. Like we're all grown ass adults. So why can't we act like we are mature and that we know what sex is and is not and act like we got some damn sense? Just plain. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, but you know, you bring up, you bring up a, a, a you know, you bringing up another. I mean, every time you you speak, you know, you're just bringing. My mind is just being flooded with, with thoughts. So thank you for that. Um, because you mentioned you the, fetish, well. the fetishism part. Um, and, and I think that was one of the reasons in researching nudism and realizing that when I started, there weren't a lot of resources out about you know black people who embraced nudism, body positivity, being comfortable with yourself. Uh, and so I looked at nudism as a way of me as a black man uh, reclaiming, you know, my body that had kind of been fetishized by the world. Um, you know, people love black bodies. They love black culture. They love our experiences, but they don't necessarily love us all the time. And uh, we've always received like the short end of the stick in a sense of being told by, you know, society how we should feel about our bodies. Uh, uh-huh. All of this stuff was socialized and was created to make us feel less than. I mean, we can go all the way back to slavery, you know, if you want. Uh, you and so right. me being a nudist and, you know, and, and I, I make sure that on all of my, my handles as far as nudism, I always include, you know, black in it and somehow. Um, and I do that as a way to, to, to make a statement. Like, yes, I'm, I, I am black. Uh, uh-huh. I, don't want you, I don't want people to be colorblind when you see me, when you get to know me. I want you to address me for, you know, who I am, the culture that I'm representing. Um, you're going you're gonna to see every bit of, every part of my black body, um, regardless if it aligns with the stereotypical black man or not. Uh, I love it. Um, and the world can either love it or they can go to hell. <laughs> uh, Hello. You know, and so I look at it as almost like my own personal protest, you know, and just, you know, me just, you know, taking ownership of my body and who I am. And it, it really is a liberating experience. It's, it's healing in it. It's definitely helped me uh, become less self-conscious over the years. I've been able to talk to a lot of people, um, friends, uh, family, uh, you know, over the years and just kind of help them, you know, separate of just being naked, but just about loving yourself and and, and reclaiming that body image and that self-worth and who we are, you know. Uh, And so I think that's really important um, that 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 we fight the notion of Black people's bodies being fetishized, you know, and and we take ownership of who we are and we determine how we feel about our bodies separate from how we're taught. And I, I agree with you. And 
we have to and i must say that in the time that i have been a nudist it has taught me so much about my own body and about self-acceptance because for a long time i was not accepting myself i didn't love myself because of what i was taught how to feel about my black body and then society tells me i'm supposed to be a certain way because i'm black and it's it's very annoying when you have these stereotypes even on nudist networking sites getting comments that are unsavory asking about body parts and being transgender for us trans women and us trans men, we get asked questions about our genitalia in nudism, and it'd be so uncomfortable. Like I've had yeah. someone come and ask me how big my stuff is or what surgeries I'm getting. And I quickly say, I am not interested in sharing the details of my body with you because it's none of your business. And I don't like that. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I think that there's a misconception, right, that mm-hmm. because you see me new, that somehow um, you know me, uh, that somehow that my body is, is open to critique, um, you know, that, that, you know, their opinion matters. Um, you know, I've definitely been in spaces where, you know, people, are, you know, make little side comments and, uh, and have things to say about how my body looks and whether they like it or not, you know. And and so, yeah, you're right. It, it is very frustrating. Um, and, you know, and that's why I, I love the fact that we have uh, the representation that we do. So even doing this today, uh, I'm really, I really can't thank you enough uh, we've been chatting on different social networks and different things over the years, yes, I would have. say. Um, uh, so I'm I'm really glad to be here today, but I can't stress how important um, these platforms are enough because it really gives us a space to feel comfortable, to create our spaces. And I'm not even going to act like, you know, all black, like even in all black spaces, you know, you, we, we're we still sexualized. We're still mm-hmm. uh, fetishized, you know. Um, I, I think our country still has a lot of years to come, at, you know, as it comes to uh, showing respect and honor to our our trans um, people, our trans family, you know, our LGBTQ plus community. Um you know, it, it's it's just one of those things that that we have to continue to talk about. Um, and although it's frustrating, I, I I embrace these conversations because that's when real knowledge happens, right? Somebody may not know. Uh, they might not. They may. I've been in situations where somebody's told me I'm the first black person they've ever been around. Um, and oh, wow. it's not until they, yeah, you know, I grew up in Missouri, so I would be in certain places, um, you know, in which, um, you know, I'm the only, like, they, they've only lived in areas that are, you know, all white. And it wasn't until they developed a relationship with me, you know, that they were like, oh, man, you know, the, the stereotypes and the things that I saw on TV, you know, they really don't, you know, they're really not true, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it took me being comfortable to enter that space first. It also took, you know, them being comfortable to, to, to have those conversations, to be vulnerable, to, to make mistakes, uh, for us to develop a friendship, for, for ideas to change. Uh, and so this platform, you know, uh, I have to shout out uh, BNA, Black Naturist Association, Nubian uh, Nudist. Uh, Nubian nudist. Uh, it's so many different groups and organizations that I'm a part of, or that I have partnerships with, um, that are working tired. You know, they're working overtime to make sure that we kind of reshape um, what it means to to be free and and black in this country. Uh, what it means to to celebrate our bodies. Um, what it means to be inclusive, truly inclusive. Um, and what it means just to love on each other. So, um, yeah. I, 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 and I'm grateful that you brought that up because for some of us, um, a lot of us, we don't have resources. We barely know where to get resources. 
for what we need. And one of the things that's very disappointing um, as a nudist myself is that people have information, but they hide it. They safeguard it. We have certain gatekeepers, as we do in the queer and trans community, mm-hmm. that withhold information, that don't want to share that information. But I'm like, baby, share, because we need this information. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, you, you mentioned gatekeepers. And that's one thing that I'm I'm actually being very cautious about these days, because over the past, I want to say since all the situations with uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and, you know, the list goes on and on. Since those situations have happened, I've been way more vocal and aggressive and innocent on Twitter and, and kind of highlighting not only black experiences, but black nudist experiences. Uh, and so I've been reached out to by a lot of, you know, the heavy hitters and in, 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 in the nudist communities. Um, and you know, I always make it clear that, yes, I may be a member of BNA. Yes, I may be a member of Nubian Nudist. But, one, I do not speak for everyone. Two, uh, I'm not here to define anybody else's experience. All I can do is share with you my experience and and share experiences of my friends that they've given me permission to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. You're you're right. Um, there, there's, there's always gatekeepers somewhere and people who like to hide and, uh, and, and 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 keep certain information secret, but I, you know, I look at it. I look at nudism, and this is me getting deep. So bear with me. <laughs> uh, right. I, I've, I've I've honestly seen. I feel like you know we we have opportunities to save lives through this lifestyle, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, right? I was I was at about twenty two years old. No one had ever seen me naked, not because I didn't want to be naked, not because I didn't I didn't want to have sexual encounters with partners or anybody like anything like that. It was all it was 100 percent because I hated my body. And, I, you know, we have so many people who who have subscribed to society's notion of what they should be and who they should be. Mm-hmm. And they grow up hating themselves. And, you know. Uh, and drug drug abuse is, is real. Suicide is real. And a lot of times these things happen because people don't find safe spaces. They don't uh, interact with people who are accepting and and loving. And so I look at it as not me not being, being someone able to share when able uh, my perspective and hoping that, you know, that somebody will embrace who they are a little bit more, regardless if they take off their clothes or not. Um, although I am an avid nudist, I love it. My main goal is just to help people see themselves how they should see themselves, and that's, you know, be fall 100% in love with themselves. Um, so I definitely look at, you know, nudism as it's serious to me. You know, it's something that I don't take lightly. Uh, it's something that I've done a lot of research about. Um, I'm still reading books today about nudism and thinking about writing my own and always trying to figure out how I can, you know, lend the microphone because another thing, is, as you know, is, you know, with these gatekeepers, they tend to hog the, the megaphone, right? You know, they, they, do. they tend to, you know, they scream from the mountaintops and they want to be the, the person that everybody knows. Um, but I, I come more from a, I, I, I think about it more in the sense of a community mm-hmm. and I want to, I want to create spaces for those people who want to speak out, but who may be the most silent in a room, you exactly. know? And so how are we, creating, how are we working with everyone and building community where we all feel safe? We all feel empowered. We all have a voice. Um, and that we can all speak up no matter how we choose to do that. And thank you for that. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you for coming on and sharing that. Um, And as we get ready to wind down, what are some of your plans for the future as it goes into naturism? Well, okay. So, you know, every year, you know, I'm, I'm kind of corny in a sense where I have like, you know, nudist bucket list. Um, 
you know, one, I, I, I want to actually sit down and have a, uh, a, a real conversation with my parents about it. Um, my parents, you know, they've been to my home. They know that I enjoy not having clothes on, but we've never sat down and actually talked about nudism. And that's about, and I would say that's the, that's the deal with about 85% of my family. Uh, I haven't worked up the courage yet, <laughs> um, but that's, that's one of my, my main goals. Um, two would be to continue to build community, um, you know, with other nudists um, of all different walks of life. Um, so whether that's visit, you know, I have certain, like, checklist places that I would like to go. So I definitely want to check out Hippie Hollow in Austin. I want to check yes. out Hallover Beach. Uh, Hallover Beach in Miami, um, you know, there's the, you know, Whitetail Lodge, I think that's in um, VA. Yes, and um, I've been trying to I, go I there. Like to... Right, right, you know, I, and I, I would, so definitely have a bucket list of places that I would like to travel. Um, but I would also like to get, you know, you know, just to introduce, you know, more people uh, more black people, you know, that's also, uh, as much as I am about unifying all nudists, I, you know, I love my people at the end of the day, you know what I mean? And I also want to be an advocate to to kind of demystify uh, what being naked looks like uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, people that look like me. Um, and so those, those are a few of my goals. Um, I want to continue to network with some of the bigger organizations. So whether that's Black Nature's Association or, like I said, Nubian Nudist, uh, who just celebrated yes. their 500 member, 500th member today. Congratulations. Uh, whether that's, you know, yes, yes. Whether that's collaborating with Anner, which is like, you know, which is like the biggest umbrella organization. Um, or continuing to build here in Maryland in the DMV area. But those are some of my, my, uh, my goals for the year. That and that sounds awesome. I'm actually getting ready to start a DMV non-landed club myself, like a, a little club where we meet um, to get naked and talk and have dinner. But I'm gonna set everything up after this pandemic is over. Okay. Well, that like. So once once we wrap up, I'll make sure that you know that we exchange you know cell phone information and different things like that, and uh, hopefully you know we'll be able to meet in some capacity sometime soon. Whether you know maybe linking up at a park somewhere in the area, because I know you're local, right? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm actually in Northeast DC. For those that are wondering okay. where the priestess is, okay, and um, yeah, I'll be in DC soon, um, and so. You know, definitely, I, I, you know, again, I'm here to to be an ally, to, to to support, to do whatever I can to lend a helping hand to developing your movement. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be in a member of 10, 10 different communities, but I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Because we can be the common uh, the common friend, the common ally, you know, and, and bringing all of these different communities that we, uh, that we're a part of, you know, we, life is just about, you know, wearing different hats and figuring out how to be comfortable, the most comfortable, your, your most authentic self in all the spaces that we occupy. And so I, I, I'm extremely excited for whatever you're doing. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we can continue to build and, um, you know, I'm looking for a new, I'm looking for, you know, a best friend, you know, add, add to the best friend team. So, um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking to collaborate and help you and, and build whatever it is that you have in mind. So. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And. I want to say again, thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with you. I love meeting other Black naturists. Um, Just a few church announcements. Everybody look out for the Naked Colors blog on Vimeo coming soon. That will be a subscription where you can be a paid member. And that helps 
to keep this podcast going and also helps me build what I'm wanting to do with the Naked Colors platform. So if you also want to be a guest on the Naked blog or this podcast, email a hoe, email a bitch, email me, nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. <laughs> Very quickly, Jay, where can we find you on social media? Yes. So uh, primarily, you know, Twitter is my home right now. Um, and so you can, you all can follow me, uh, you know, get in touch with me via Twitter, uh, at under, well, at I am black hippie, uh, I spell hippie H I P P I E. So that is at I am black hippie. Um, that's where you can find me primarily on social media. Uh, I'm looking to connect. I'm looking to build. And so uh, hit me up. Um, page is private right now, but I may open it up. But even even if it isn't, just shoot me a message or, you know, send me an invite, and more than likely I'll, I'll add you. Uh, we can connect that way. Well, thank you. I would love to connect. Everybody, thank you again for chiming in. Y'all live, love, and be free from the priestess smooches. wants to thank everyone for supporting. I thank each and every listener for listening in. Want to know how you can support Naked Colors? There's a few ways that few ways that you can support us. You can support us by sharing, by liking, and by hitting that subscribe button or follow button. Okay, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Look for us any and everywhere that you listen, stream, and download podcasts. You can also support us via our cash app dollar sign nick colors pod or you can just support us in the anchor app by hitting that support button this help keeps the light on lights on help us keep this podcast going and allows us to reach resources that can enlarge our territory also if you are interested in being a co-host i am now accepting applications for co-hosts on this lovely podcast Email me, nakedcolorspod at gmail.com, or tweet me or IG me, nakedcolorspod. Live, love, and be free. Smooches, naked hug. Naked hug.